All right, joined now by Philip Malloy, of course, for movies and television. I saw an ad today on my um, television for uh, Absolutely Fabulous, the movie. Mm-hmm. Absolutely but they're about 150 between the two of them. Well, I don't know. I know that Joanna Lumley is 70. Yeah. And she looks about 45. I have to say. I, she, looks she looks fabulous. Absolutely gorgeous. Absolutely and, fabulous. And she's she's the best thing about this. She has she's wonderful timing. She's very, very good. She plays this uh, character, this editor of a woman's magazine called Patsy Stone. She's lecherous. She's alcoholic. And she she just motors all the way through it. All the best lines seem to come from her. Um, but uh, anyway, the, the, most people will know about AbFab. Started out as a sketch on um, uh, Don French and uh, uh, Jennifer Saunders' um, sort of variety program. Then it became um, a, a sitcom. And now for the first time, it's a, a movie. And uh, it's hit and miss as a comedy. It's hit and miss. It's a satire on the celebrity industry. And there's something like 50 uh, cameos in it. Great. All kinds of, of people. Celebs. All, all kinds of people. Stella McCartney, John um, uh, Hamm, um, a wide Rebel Wilson, a wide range of people. And the interesting thing about it is how well George are fitted into the action. What, what happens is... Kate Moss is, is is really good in it. What happens is is the um, uh, the, uh, the, the there's a, a party at this uh, a big house, and uh, uh, Stella Mo- or um, uh, Moss falls over a balcony and down into the water, and uh, this this the lead character um, f- believes that she has actually killed her, and she and Patsy Stone, as I say, go on the run to the south of France. So that's basically what it's about. It's a very sort of straightforward uh, okay. storyline, but it's it's full of sort of eccentric characters. I say it's it's hit and miss, but generally speaking, I liked it. All right, generally it's a hit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, but it was a film from a TV series. Yeah. By and large, films from TV series oh, right. didn't work. Yeah, yeah. Well, the last one we saw was Dad's Army, and that most certainly didn't work. I think it ultimately took about twelve million dollars at the box office, but overall, it didn't work. Uh, the idea of it was, I thought, it was pointless. Um, but and but it, is twelve million good? Twelve million, I, I suppose. You know, I suppose for a movie that cost about two to three million, it's yeah, good. So it made uh, a profit. But, yeah, but it only made a profit. Really, uh, strictly speaking, it didn't travel. All it didn't right. go to the United States. It didn't really go in Europe. United, okay. United Kingdom and Ireland basically is where it sold. Uh, but there was a period, and if you remember it or not, in the seventies where all kinds of uh, successful TV series um, sp- spun off um, into the cinema on the buses and uh, father, their father and all these kind of things and uh, some of them were sort of quite successful but again they, uh, they were limited and aimed at one single market which was the British market. But uh, the point about uh, television is it's shorter so it's usually mm. not more than an hour yeah. and then if it's on uh, a commercial channel it's less than an hour so then they have to put that on uh, a movie, so yeah. it has to be fifty to one hundred percent longer, yep. and they have to stretch the well, idea. Well, well, yeah, I suppose. Uh, but uh, uh, but one of the things about this actually, is, uh, one of the uh, attractive things about it is the fact that it runs for ninety minutes, dead on ninety minutes. So uh, it really doesn't sort of okay. outstay its welcome. All right, uh, you were going to 
after yeah absolutely if, the, if listeners have um, examples of uh, TV series that spun off either successfully or otherwise uh, to the cinema maybe they'd let us know what they, they are uh, 53106 of course they can uh, let us know first text in Philip you talked about an American actor Walter Burton on your show last week mm. uh, is it on sale here and how much is it says Pat no, it's on sale a it's Walter Burton box set is it no no it's a Walter Burton book oh a book. sorry that's what he's talking about All right. and uh, it's um, it's on sale uh, you'll get it in Jubrays or uh, you may get it in Decent's as well. Uh, I actually bought it a couple of weeks ago. I bought it from Amazon. So if you can't get it there, you get it on Amazon. I think it was about $27 on Amazon. So, All right. Okay. And it's 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 good. It's it's well put together. Um, he, as you know, won three Oscars, and then he ended up in a series of movies like uh, Rio Bravo, Bad Day at Black Rock, um, Red River, absolute classics. And uh, so but was he like a lot of these guys? Was he a completely hateful person well, in I, real I, life? I don't, know if, I don't know if you'd say hateful, but he was certainly a Republican. He was certainly an arch conservative. Yeah. Uh, he didn't like Hollywood. He had, I think he owned four ranches in the United States and uh, they were all sort of fairly, one was in Indiana. They were fairly, fairly distant from Hollywood. Oh, I see. And that's what he, he allowed his family to run the, uh, the ranches and he stayed on them basically. All right. Uh, there's a famous uh, story about him and um, uh, Spencer Tracy not getting on on Bad Day at Black Rock, uh, all because of stuff, uh, I think, some some political comments that uh, Catherine Hepburn had made. And as you know, Catherine Hepburn was the girlfriend of Spencer yeah. Tracy. So there was a row going on apparently all through the shooting of that because of these comments. All right. Uh, well, Benji thinks Batman's a good one, uh, mm. or Top Cat, uh, the A Team. <laughs> the A Team. Top Cat is very was, witty. It's was very a, a good film version of the television show. Mm. No, I wouldn't go along with that. I have to say, Mission Impossible. Mission Impossible, yeah, and I think Mission Impossible has gotten better and better. And I actually like Tom Cruise. I know you're not a big Tom Cruise fan, no, but I like him in it. I just don't watch a movie if Tom Cruise is in it. Mm. You see, this is the kind of yeah you, you do this all the time. You say, uh, Game of well, Thrones uh, is no good, and you've never seen an episode of Game of Thrones. I yet. saw the first ten minutes of episode one. <laughs> oh, I tell you, a Tom Cruise movie I tuned into mm. because. I was really interested in the subject matter, uh, which was about the plot to assassinate Hitler. Mm. Valkyrie. Valkyrie, where he played the guy who placed the bomb uh, yeah. in the room. Yeah. The A-Team, the Monkeys, the, the, the Brady Bunch. The, the, I, like the, I actually like the Monkeys. I think the Monkeys is very funny. Uh, I, I have one here from Harry Enfield, Kevin and Perry go large. <laughs> Oh, great. And how about Stepdown's Son uh, as a TV series? No, yeah, none of them were good movies. Uh, the first in-betweeners, actually the first in-betweeners was a big uh, box office success. That's Alan. Uh, so he, he likes that. Christina does make the point that Walter Brennan was a great singer. Now, I've downloaded... No, 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 no hold on, because you're saying not a great singer. He but, did. But he, he did a series of records that were big hits and he talked them. He basically talked, talked them. them. That's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. I downloaded them all on Spotify. Oh, did you? All the Walter Brenner records, yeah. Many, because he did. There's one about I a knew. dog, isn't there? There's yeah. one about a dog, and there's one about Santa Claus. They were all a bit weepy, to be honest. Actually, Andy Wicklow is right. Star Trek made a good jump. 
with well, the original cast on. Well, I mean. we're going to come to that in a minute, but uh, Are we? yeah, yeah. Star Trek. Uh, this is the 50th George anniversary of Star Trek. Is it? Yes, and I spoke to Simon Pegg about it, who's written the new movie Star Trek Beyond this afternoon. But um, uh, it's, I agree, I agree. Star Trek, but but Star Trek was considered to be a failure initially. There were um, the, Jeffrey the, Hunter was the first guy. Oh God! Every time we discuss this, you raise Jeffrey Hunter. What I was do raise. Name? What was his name? Jeffrey Hunter. What was the character's name? I haven't a clue. I Pike. Don't care. Pike. Pike. Okay, yeah. and uh, he I, was he, in Dad's army as well. Pike. Oh uh, yeah, he was dropped. That's a good one. He was dropped. <laughs> That's good, a very good, good, good one. Segue, I think. Good segue. <laughs> uh, he, he he was dropped um, uh, after the the pilot. Um, and Shatner took over and Shatner at that stage I'm not sure if one led to the other Shatner had been in the running to play uh, the Richard Chamberlain role in Dr. Kildare and for some reason he dropped out and Richard Chamberlain got in and then in 1966 um, uh, Shatner took over as James T. Kirk They picked Jeffrey Hunter to play Jesus because he had blue eyes (laughs) That's fascinating (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I, I imagine that might have come into it but no, I, I, I'd say there were other things they, with a big no, movie like no, that there were no, other considerations no, I'd say no. yeah. and um, anyway there's more here Bewitched mm, okay Up Pompeii do you remember Up Pompeii and none of them <laughs> like were good the movies Care Bears. None whatever them. happened to Dallas the movie none yeah, that, no that was discussed uh, for a long long time John, John Travolta was supposed to be playing the JR role uh, Mrs. Brown's Boys that's Anne in Kilkenny <laughs> TV to film Charlie's Angels the Mrs. Brown's Boys is the only thing that's worse than Game of Thrones see this I rest my case how in the name of God would, could you say that about Game of Thrones a series that's run for six seasons and you saw ten minutes of it but your, <laughs> Mrs. Brown's Boys was the uh, biggest hit at Christmas about 25 million people who watched it here, here's, here's um, th- listen to these ones uh, Charlie's Angels Shaft Starsky and Hutch Dukes of Hazard, The Equalizer Man from Uncle none of them were any none of them were any good I don't know all right, listen, you have a few new releases in July. Well, well in the, they're not, yeah, they're, they're, uh, uh, July, Ju- July is, is a month that actually looks quite positive, looks quite healthy from a, a cinematic point of view. Matt Damon returns as Jason Bourne. That's at the end of the month, the 29th. Oh, I'd like that. No, yeah, like I'm, that. I'm looking forward to that as well. Uh, along then with, on the same weekend, Finding Dory, which has uh, taken over 400 million at the worldwide box office since it was released on the 17th of now, June. Now, is Dory like, some kind a of a fish, penguin a or fish, a fish, a fish, or a fish, oh, fish. Yeah. and it's been smashing records for Pixar and Disney in the United States. Then Star Trek Beyond, which we've just, as I said, just referred to, released on the twenty second to mark the twenty fifth anniversary um, of the Star Trek franchise. Star Trek started out, um, as you know, as an hour long show, ran for three seasons, was dropped. Then there was a campaign by the the, the fans uh, to bring it back as a movie. Robert Wise directed the movie. I think the made is it 11 or 12 uh, movies now so far and they've had about three spin-off series as well so it's been enormously successful and then Steven Spielberg's latest BFG which is based on the Big Friendly Giant which is based on the Roald Dahl book and that'll be out um, uh, apparently on the 22nd I think it is as well other releases then are the all-girl Ghostbusters on the 11th The Legend of Tarzan I've seen the trailer just so far I'll see the movie on Friday Uh, trailer looks well it looks convincing anyway Uh, with Alexander Skarsgård and what time are you going to watch Tarzan on Friday? about half ten Will you take me with you? Ten to half ten. 
Would you take if me you're in there? a better humor than you are now, I'll take you. With you. I mean, because okay. it's Tarzan. It's not Game of Thrones. You're taking no, me. No, it's Tarzan. Tarzan. Okay. And uh, then there's one George called it. I ne- want. Look, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of Tarzan. I'm I'll, probably okay. We we'll get I you. Pro- we'll bring you along. Okay. I'll well, ask I'll, I'll, you a question. I ask you a question. Okay. How many of the Tarzan books written by Edgar Rice Burroughs have you actually written? Read? Nil. Yeah, see, there you are. I'm not interested. I'm not interested in the books, uh, but I am interested in the films, and I've seen quite a few of them. Actually, I saw um, um, uh, one about three weeks ago uh, that had Sean Connery as a villain. Did you? Do you remember that? In black and white. No, no, it was in color actually. As a Tarzan movie. A Tarzan movie. And Tarzan was played by by Gordon Gordon Scott. Scott. That's right. Yeah. Great muscles. Yeah, I mean there were other great things about him as well. He's a former Mister Universe. Yeah, he looked well. Has this guy muscles Alexander Skarsgård? Well, I, oh yeah, he's very, very striking. He, he was in a series called True Blood and he's the son uh, of uh, an actor called Skarsgård as well, a, 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 a Swedish well, There was actor. a fellow who made a record called Where Will I Go to My Lovely called Skarsgård. Well, and, uh, or something like that. No, no, you're, you're you're mixing it up with something else. I am Peter Malloy. Your your you spend all your time. You're spending all your time um, reading uh, Tarzan books and not paying attention to other. Peter Malloy's sound engineer, and he's going to look up where will I go to my lovely. It was the number one hit for some fella called Scarsgard or no, something it wasn't, like it. It wasn't. It wasn't. No. Wasn't. All right. I have. I have to. Could tell I just you. say, George? Could I just say as well? One other thing that's opening um, in July is now you see me too. And the, the 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 consultant on it was a magician, Irish magician, and mentalist Keith uh, uh, Barry. Oh yeah, and, yeah. And we have him on the picture show this week, and uh, he talks about um, how he taught. Um, uh, Woody Harrelson, Jesse Eisenberg, Mark Ruffalo and Lizzie Kaplan to do a whole variety of tricks and how he got into Morgan Freeman's head. Really good story. Yeah, well, you want to be careful now if, if Barry is on your show, with the picture show, um, he, he might make you disappear <laughs> or <laughs> turn you into good. a pillar of salt. Very droll, really droll. Where the stars uh, come to talk on the picture show, six o'clock? Yeah. On Sunday? Saturday. Saturday on uh, uh, every week as on Saturday every week you're up to mischief again <laughs> alright I'm not going to let you talk about Game of Thrones because it's no over. no no no. I'm the, the line there there's some great stuff coming in here about <laughs> uh, about TV movies by the way uh, wake up lads no I'd go along with this George the best of the lot I wouldn't say the best of the lot but really good was The Fugitive yes brilliant I agree brilliant yeah uh, I agree I, I love the series ran for four seasons I really love like uh, David Johnson and and, and the movie, know, the, the movie, movie, the movie is movie Tommy Lee good. Jones. Excellent, he won his Oscar for it. Did he? He played Sam Gerard. Yeah, Lieutenant listen to Gerard. me. John Conroy says, "Will you mention that C? It's on tonight, yes. please." What's yeah. the C? The C is a TV uh, movie based on a well, a movie based on a John Banville book with Karen Hines in it, which is on tonight. So, right. There you go. Now. Mm. Where Colin Cavanagh, Colin Cavanagh in our clue and uh, Peter Malloy in the sound desk have come up with the answer. Where will you go to my oh, lovely by Peter Sarstedt? Peter Sarstedt, right. Close and enough. he's the. <laughs> 
And he's the brother, uh, he was the brother of a guy called Eden Kane, a pop singer called oh, Eden Kane. Eden Kane, yeah. he was great. I'll think of the name of his number one hit in oh, a minute. Okay. All right, I'm going to watch Tarzan, uh, the movie uh, in the Savoy on Friday morning with Philip. And I have a, uh, a text, Philip, uh, who says, if you're a really good boy, Philip, uh, if you're a really good boy, George, Philip might even buy you an ice cream from <laughs> the from the lovely Usherette. Well, I, uh, uh, I don't have to be an usherette selling ice cream at that hour tomorrow, but we'll get George an ice cream. But does she stand there with the tray in front of her and the film? This is a press show you're going to. Oh, no Wait, you're, you're always looking for the full experience. Listen, there's great, great stuff coming in here. The Muppets. Uh, it seems the trend these days is to make movies into TV shows rather than TV into movies. Mr. Bean... <laughs> Oh well, yeah, Mr. Bean were good movies. Yeah, was was Fame a film first or a TV show? Uh, no first? idea. Yeah, it was it was a film first. All right, uh, that's Deirdre. And just just two other George. Disappointed that you left out the version of He He Man starring uh, Dolph Lundgren on your list. That's from Killer K. I like Get Smart. I like Get Smart as well. Now, Eden Kane, well, I ask you. It's yeah. fabulous. You should download yeah. it on Spotify. Sean told me that. Uh, he saw a, a Tarzan with Barry Fitzgerald in it. Hmm, might have been the one with Connery. And, uh, well, I'd say that was black and white. A, a listener said, I recently read Tarzan, most unpleasant and racist. Yeah, your man, Edgar Rice Burroughs. Was racist. Was racist. Mm-hmm. He had a son then who wrote as well, I think, under the influence of drugs all the time. And they were part there they also had an investment in my first employer. Oh. Burroughs Machines. There you go. There you go. Listen, I want to talk to you about... Uh, ju- just let me add a couple of more, George, uh, because uh, people are taking the trouble to send these things in. Charlie's Angels, uh, as mentioned, uh, the thick of it from In the Loop, and uh, there ca- can never be enough uh, Malcolm Tucker. That was a, a an advisor to the British government um, who, was, who was very good in In the Loop. Dad's Army is mentioned, which I have to say, well, I was the film version was very, very disappointing. 99, saw Adam's Family and Beverly Hills uh, Cop, sorry, Beverly Hill, Hillbillies, I should say, adapted into big screen productions. But Beverly Hillbillies is very disappointing. Adam's Family, I liked. All right. Um, now, the, we're the um, last episode of Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah. And the last episode of The Good Wife happened in the last few weeks. Right. The last episode of The Good Wife, and we must give nothing away, was appalling. I didn't see it. Oh, it was. Of The Good Wife. But it's only The Good Wife, yeah. yeah. Number 156, episode 156. Mm. It was appalling. But um, it's not the end of Game of Thrones. There's more to come. Is no, there? no. Uh, what we have is we, we're at the end of the we're at the end of the sixth season right. uh, from Monday night. Uh, it was ten episodes in the and a really good season, very strong, very consistently strong season. I don't think there was a weak episode in the whole lot. But the last two were great. There was a great battle called the Battle of the Bastards in the in the penultimate uh, uh um, episode and then this week um, about about seven or eight storylines George and that's one of the great things about this series um, came together and uh, they, it, it all worked and one of the things we've had all through uh, Game of Thrones is great great villains uh, King Joffrey uh, Ramsay Bolton but one of the best villains probably the best villain of all emerged um, on Monday night and I won't say any more 
what's happening now is they'll do about um, 13, apparently HBO will do about 13 um, other episodes and divide it into two parts and eight um, 13 or 15 and 8 and a 7 and uh, that will bring the whole thing to an end so uh, really looking forward to it but it'll take about a year before we see any more Oh will it? Yeah Alright okay That's all good news of course for the northern film and television industry where a lot of it is shot Oh yeah Alright now there was a fabulous movie uh, with Yul Brenner and a fellow called Richard Benjamin yes. who I really liked and <laughs> uh, and it was called West World. Yeah. And Brenner played a robot. He did. It was a great A lot movie. of people would say that he was he was typecast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, yeah. But it was a great movie. Yeah. Um, and what we've had several queries. Um, okay, the, they're made, uh, made a, telev- a television version of it. HBO has made it. All the word on it is is that it is very, very good. It's very expensive. It's much more ambitious, apparently, than the, uh, than the, the film version. And the qu- the queries have been about when is it going to be shown here. The uh, the the word is that Sky Atlantic will show it in October, for I think ten episodes, and it, it it's as I say very ambitious, very polished, very well done. From what I've heard, now I haven't seen it yet, uh, but I'm seriously looking forward to it. All by, right. by the way, it's based on member Michael Crichton. Yeah. Um, who did the Jurassic Park is based on a book by him. Well, there, I downloaded a great book. You'd actually enjoy it. Mm. It's called Hollywood Watts and All by a fellow called Alan Royal, yeah, an Australian yeah. guy. Yeah, I know. Should we read it? It's a gossipy old thing. A gossip, yeah, yeah, it was great. Yeah. I loved it. It was great <laughs> gossip. Like Catherine, all the women that Catherine Hepburn fancied, and apparently she didn't fancy Spencer Tracy at all. And... Cary Grant and Clark Gable, both were CG, you see. They used to ring each other up on Stephen's Day and swap monogram stuff that they got with CG. Yeah. And and Cary Grant was as mean as old boots. No, he was famous. Apparently, he charged me. He Kids. charged people for his autograph. Yeah, <laughs> and said he was given it to charity, but he put it in his pocket. Listen, I just want to mention something that's on tonight, George. Uh, it's all the way in which Brian Cranston plays. My Q uh, Sky Q is set so, already. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's at nine o'clock. Um, uh, it's on, as you say, it's on Sky Atlantic. Brian Cranston, uh, who won a, a Tony for it, this actually originated on the Broadway stage. Then came to, to, to TV and is made by, as I say, HBO. And it's, it's still it's the story of the first year um, in the presidency of uh, Lyndon Johnson. The year, obviously, after um, uh, uh, John Kennedy was killed. And it, it's mainly about uh, two things, I suppose. It, it's about him trying to get the Civil Rights Act through against all kinds of opposition and then at the same time preparing for a general election. Uh, the word on it, George, is amazingly uh, positive, I have to say. All right, that's so, great. And, so and I'm looking yeah, forward to that. Yeah, and just, just, it, j- yeah. just it's, by the way, it's directed by a guy called Jay Roach, who also directed Recount and Game Change. And I, I, I recommend to people in this year, in this uh, presidential uh, year in America, if they were interested in American politics at all, try and get at least one, but, uh, but best of all, get three, to get all three of those all right. Uh, the, um, oh, yeah. What about a famous television series? Is it one I, I watched? Well, 
Well, I was thinking about Kojak. Uh, oh, which, which, now which, there's Fabio. Which, which was a weekly cop show. Grew out of his, uh, a, a TV uh, movie called The Marcus Nelson Murders. And uh, it was written by an Oscar winner, um, a guy called, he did Judgment at Nuremberg, Abby Mann, he, he wrote it. it. It starred 51-year-old Telly Savalas, T.O. Kojak, a, a, a senior detective at Manhattan South Precinct in New, in New York. He did it for 118 episodes, a famously uh, bald head. He actually, he had hair um, up to 1966 when he was cast as Pontius Pilate in The Greatest Story Ever Told. And With Jeffrey Hunter that we were talking about earlier? Um, no. Right. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, so he, he shaved he shaved his head, George, and he kept it shaved. And uh, he went from bad and, uh, to good. He went from great to great. Yeah. So um, uh, he was uh, he was very. And he, was, he used to suck lollipops. He used to suck lollipops, and he used to have these great sayings like "Who loves your baby," and as well as everything else. Then he became a, a pop singer, a successful. There's a a, um, a a song called "If" by David Gates, and he did a sort of talked version of it with that love the almost chocolatey deep accent our voice of his George and uh, he had a huge hit with it so uh, there you go I was going to do that if uh, Max Van Sida was yeah. Jesus yes, in he the was. story he ever was. told yeah. and he was the killer in a great movie with Robert Redford he was and come on come you're on you're one and Cliff Robertson Cliff Robertson was the baddie in it yeah he was in the, yeah do you remember that what was your one's name your one yeah, the woman. What was her name? Faye Dunaway. Faye Dunaway. She was brilliant in it. Mm. Do you remember he went into her apartment? She thought she, he was going to kill her and everything. Yeah. Uh, I've watched that movie recently. See, the great thing about Sky about Sky Q is you can download a ton of stuff. Great. great. Have you got it? I'm no? very happy for you. No. <laughs> I, I, you have to. If you're a movie buff, yeah, yeah, you but, have but to. You're, I have so much to be looking at all the time. So well, that's true. Nine o'clock tonight. Yes. Lyndon all the way. Johnson. All the way. All the way. Yeah. Brian Cranston. Yeah, if you, if you hold them by the unmentionables, their mind will follow, said Lyndon Johnson. <laughs> all right. Okay. So uh, that's it for tonight. My thanks to the production team of Robin Gleason, Alex Russo, and Nadine Maloney. Philip will be back on Saturday evening at 6 o'clock with the picture show, the show where the stars come to talk. The sound engineers were Peter Malloy and Michael Quilligan. The producer was Mark Simpson. But I'll be back tomorrow at 4.30. And I like the fellow who said, billions is it's still rubbish. rubbish.